This is the last thing we need. friends we're back we are so back we're back in the new york groove once again the christmas new york groove the rockefeller center new york groove shout out to dylan for shitting us that so- shitting us what was that uh, let's restart that shout out to dylan for sending us that song thank you for shitting us for song. shitting us a song gosh <laughs> dang yeah i agree this is merry out. christmas baby by hansen you hear this look at this dill bill hansen aren't they hansen. the bop people I think so. Well, we're here in the studio with the in the stew with the boys. Back in the stew with the boys. And uh, we got we got Smitty back here, and we got some special guests here. But first, we got to get our loyal producer in here. Y'all make some noise for the one, the only, young, very very young, baby faced, grown toddler, six point eight ounces, six pounds eight ounces. Don't even know a word yet. Eli Watson, how you doing, bud? Good. How are you doing this week? I'm great. I, I gave him a little good. applause. There. Turns out he knows some words now. Yeah, he's he's grew, they grew up so a fast. Few. You do know words because you hosted the show last week. I did. Dude. Yes, I did you like it. I loved it. I loved it. Thank but you. I have some major issues with what happened. Okay, some things that will severely impact our street cred, if you will. Street cred. The first thing that I want to talk about. Well, hang on, hang on. Before you get to that, we should introduce somebody else in here. Not just make him wait. Oh. So Eli calls today. That's a good point. And Eli goes, oh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to be there tonight, boys. I might go see the Pentatonics, which I said, you might as well go see Glee. Which Cameron said, the Pen who? (laughs) You know what I mean, Eli? So I called in in a friend. I said, "We we need a loyal Fill in producer tonight. Fill in third man of this podcast. That'd be fun for the Christmas spirit. And I brought in none other. And Eli, and Eli goes, oh, I'm actually going to make it. So I still brought him in anyways. <laughs> not only is he a loyal, he's not a loyal needer, but he's a great friend. Y'all make some noise for Pinkies on the Rooftops himself, Jackson McCormick, everybody. What's going on, guys? Hey! hey. hey. Home. It's good to be home. Glad to have you. Thanks for just now walking in the door and not sitting there for the last 10 minutes. I definitely wasn't sitting here for 10 minutes. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> that worked out pretty well. Dude, he was gone for like eight months. He just got back. It feels like eight months, that's for sure. Life on the road, huh? Life on the road, baby. King of the road. King of it. Trailer for sale. Rent. rent. Rooms to, to let for 50, 50 cents. I think y'all should start a duo. Dude, what would we call it? Last thing we need uh, on Broadway. Band. Dude, on Broadway. I like it. I like it. Dude, yeah. we could do Broadway performances like, I'm back. Back in the New York crew. <laughs> <laughs> you like that, huh? Yeah, yeah, I do. Huh? I do like that. I do like We're that. We're having fun, no? Now, let's get your critiques. I, I, now it's bothering me. Well, it's, it's not critiques. It's not the fact that I'm critiquing. Critiquing would have been like, hey, man, you did a great job, but you could have been a little better here. This is a full-on meltdown, in my opinion. This is something that should have never been said. Can I try and guess it? Yes. 
Is it the the hippo versus the gorilla thing? That's number two. Number one is the fact that you wanted to get a cat. Okay. Oh yeah, let's talk about going on here. Eli wanted to get Jack. What? Eli wanted to get a cat. Yes. A cat. No, no, no. Okay. So you know how I got the house, right? He was like, "You're gonna get a dog." I'm like, "No, I'm never home." I I said, "Every every American dream house has a dog in it." Every American. Anyways, you want to live the American dream, Eli? Anyways, no, he wants to live the Nazi Germany dream. (laughs) Not a cat. Communist? No, I'm not. But I was like, I could maybe get a cat. Cats are very self-sufficient. I mean, that's fair. But also, screw cats. Why not get a dog? Yeah, you know what else is self-sufficient? Like a bird. Yeah. But a bird has no benefit. What does a cat do for you? A cat kills off rodents around the property. You live in a neighborhood. There's still fucking mice. I'm not rats. you're, You're painting it as if you live in some... I live in Sanger. Barn. Jack, have you ever owned a cat? I have owned one cat. How'd that go for you? I did not like the cat um, at all. <laughs> never, never. Messed I'm gonna with boost up his volume. He's a little low for yeah, the for the needers out there. Let's bring him up a little let's bit. Bring him up a little bit here. Let's go uh, microphone. Uh oh, dude, I'm still I'm not great. At this Cameron uh, brought up a good point last week that you don't want to be the 21 year old guy living by himself with a cat. And I get that. That's true. You'll be a cat lady. I get that. But a cat boy. Yeah, a cat boy. <laughs> dude, it's like. <laughs> Everybody's got their thing. Last night, I went and saw the new Spider-Man. Yeah? You like that? Spider-Man? Spider-Man. And uh, instead of him being Spider-Man, he'd be Catman. <laughs> you would be Catman. <laughs> he, Eli'd be like, I'm here to fight crime. Purr. <laughs> <laughs> but so, no, man. I mean. There, there's other animals that you can get that you don't necessarily have to let out or take on walks. For instance, when I was uh, about 20 years old, my buddy got an apartment for the first time. He got a chameleon. Come, 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 chameleon. He named it Camilio Estevez. No, he didn't. Perfect. Yeah. And we would feed that thing crickets, and it would just sit there and be weird. And My sister have had a, good a dragon. Time. Really? Like Bearded a real dragon? life dragon. Like a Komodo dragon? A snake. You don't have to take care of him very much. You just feed him a rat a week. You're good. Be the guy with the snake. Don't be the snake guy. Why? Be the I'd rather not guy. be the snake guy. Get a hedgehog if you need a snake. I mean, Do not get a hedgehog. Why not? I'm just not going to get a pet. Cameron looks like a damn hedgehog. If I were that's to get a, little, a pet, it would little, have to be a that's snake. That's a little dry. Okay, let's edit that out. Dude, just get a dog and quit your job. Yeah, I mean, dude, get <laughs> yeah, a dog, quit your job, and start a shelter. Man, fuck them kids. Just get a dog. It's <laughs> fair. What other critiques do you have here? So, yeah. I need to say, before I said hippo, what I meant to say was silverback gorilla or a grizzly bear. No, he... Okay, sorry. I thought you were going to say you voted for hippo. Yeah, he's on the hippo train. He thinks a hippo would win. Well, when I think about it in more... When I thought about it more in depth, to be honest with you, Eli... I'm on the hippo train too. I can't be Jackson. Who would win in a fight? A silver silverback gorilla or a hippopotamus? You know that's tough. Uh, it really is tough. I'd like. Look at to him trying to give an educational answer. It's a it's a simple deal here. I'd like to see a simulation. <laughs> I said gorilla because it has thumbs. Yeah, but I mean, if you think of the bite of a hippo, they're in the, they're in like the top five deadliest animals in the world. Yeah. You never see a game called Hungry Gorillas. They you can, see hungry hippos. There. I mean, if the hippo gets one freaking chomp on this gorilla, that gorilla is done. Yeah, but the gorilla could just like camp its ass in the tree and just start throwing stuff at it. It could what? Camp it? You've it obviously camp- never played Call of Duty. You're saying anyway. you're saying that's your strategy? Yeah, my for if victory. I, if I was oh a silverback gorilla fighting a hippo, I would sit in a tree and start throwing like. I think I'm on the hippo train. 
Yeah, it's an, it's not even close. I will die on this hill. It's well, okay, die away because you are incredibly wrong. Look it up any way you want to. One of the most deadliest animals in the world is a hippopotamus. They can swim. They can hold their breath. They can run. They look flubbery. They look fat under a thin layer of fat that they have on their body. They are a murderous tank. Okay. You brought up your your one saving grace, which this camping idea, that's new. That wasn't discussed last week. This camping idea was never brought up. I the see only his thing. His fingers are at work right now. Look at him. He's trying to pull up a video. I, like, I'm glad you mentioned fingers because the only thing that you mentioned last week was the fact that a gorilla would win this battle because they have opposable thumbs. Yes. Get out of here. That's, a, that's nonsense. It's absurd. What are they going to do? Poke its eyes out? What would he do with the no. thumbs? How would he win the battle with a the thumbs? A gorilla could grab a plethora of objects and use it as a weapon. It's a big word. So you're you're picturing like a Donkey Kong type situation. Yeah. Throwing barrels. Hundred percent. Yeah, throwing barrels 100%. and turtle shells and shit like that at this hippopotamus. Hundred percent. You know how big a hippopotamus is compared to an average silverback gorilla? Yeah, a fully grown male hippo can weigh anywhere from thirty three hundred to four thousand pounds, while a gorilla weighs no more than four hundred fifty. He okay. googled that. Come he on, googled dude. that. Come on, dude. Dude, I mean, we're, we're talking about a semi truck versus a Prius here. Yeah, we're, we're talking about you. You are so outmatched and outgunned in but this agility wise. Agility, like the hippo could stand. You gotta think about still. the fight. You're you're thinking about like, oh well, it can kill. Blah blah blah. Yeah, no shit. A hippo is gonna kill a lot faster and more. What's the word? More effectively than a gorilla because a hippo's bite is like ridiculously strong. Okay, that's kind of You're my whole point. Like gorillas have UFC belts, though. Yeah. I'm not saying they have UFC belts. I'm saying that the gorilla has more options on which to fight. Like the gorilla is not going to be like, "Oh, I'm going to walk in this hippo's lake." And you know what? Here's the deal. The Here's the deal. Eli, there's what? only there's only one thing you need to know about this whole argument. Okay. You hear that, Eli? You know what this is? Coming for you. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. He's not Only laughing at all. Will do. Only a hippopotamus will do, young Don't Eli. Or a fucking silverback gorilla. You know how pissed I am? You're wrong. You're so wrong. Yeah, yeah, this, you know what? I searched it up in this website. Did a bunch of like math and shit, and they said the hippo would win. It's not even close. <laughs> so pissed. Okay, so the real the problem here is you are merely a producer, and I understand you're gonna make mistakes. This guy, you're gonna make mistakes. He went along with this shit, and that made me more mad when I listened. Yeah, to Yeah, and then I thought about you. It. Listened- I'm gonna own up to that. I'm gonna own up to that. I messed up. Okay, I'm owning up to the fact that I was wrong. I mean, I leave for one week. I was and you're wrong. getting a cat, and you guys are talking gorillas are beating hippos in an octagon. The fuck is going on? Our pets' heads are falling off. They're here. a train wreck without you, man. They're a train wreck without me. Here's the situation. I am the glue Debatable. that holds this family together. Debatable. You don't have to get so much in the mic when you talk about that Golly. He's over there. Debatable. Jeez, Eli. <laughs> Want to make sure I'm heard? Say it. Don't spray it, dog. <laughs> you know, this, there's a reason you're on the naughty list. You are on the naughty list. Charlie the oh, Elf told yeah. us that. Forgot about that. And that's exhibit A. So those are my only two grievances with the show last week. Other than that, tremendous job, fellas. Bryson did a great job. Shout out. Yeah. You Shouts out. That was fun. That was interesting. Learned a lot about my Oklahoma picks really football. Shit the bed, dude. Boy, my picks are not looking good either. I think but Eli's you, making a push. I was positive this week. 
How many points down are you now? 50? <laughs> I haven't done the math yet. We're going we're to figure that out throughout the show at some point. Well, we got a big show going up. I think we should get into, before we get into something, before we get into this segment, mm-hmm. we had a uh, hell, of a, hell of an ordeal this weekend. Hell of a weekend. Hell of a weekend. So yes, thank we you guys, anybody that listened that came out to uh, Wade and Cameron's Christmas extravaganza there at Jack's Tavern. Appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Y'all showed up. Mm-hmm. Um, One quick note. You're talking, you're already getting to Saturday. There's something that happened on Friday of last weekend what was that it? most of the needers would know about. And that was because last week, Ryan Anderton made an appearance on this podcast. Oh, yes. Let's start there. He made an appearance on this podcast. Ryan Anderton, former co-host of The Last Thing We Need. Just um, for a day. <laughs> just for one time. Um and uh, he, he's a noted local musician, singer, songwriter, lead singer, and uh, founder of the Midnight Armadillos. Is that right? The Midnight Armadillos. And uh, at that point, when he came on the show last week, he was telling you guys that he had to play a wedding, right? Yes, he did. And he made uh, the notion that he did not know any of the songs for the wedding yet, and it was like... Wednesday, he needed to learn them by Friday because that's when the wedding was. Yes. So he was talking about that and how nervous he was. <clears throat> Unbeknownst to us, we were just like, oh, that's cool. Hope you learn them. And I was just giving him shit about it. Yeah, good luck with your wedding. Good luck. So, Smitty, uh, go ahead and tell everybody what you did Friday. Friday, I went to a wedding. and You were in a wedding. I was in a wedding, and uh, about 3.30, I was in the groom's room. The wedding started at 4. About 3 o'clock, Ryan comes hauling ass, knocking on the door of the groom's room. Asking to talk to my buddy John, who is getting married, to see if he could plug into the DJ's board. So when Ryan walks in, did it dawn on you? It did. Holy shit. Yeah. Apparently, he knew the bride real well, like, from being a kid, and uh, they're all good friends. And so he played um, a song at the reception, and he also played uh, the song where the dad walks the daughter down the aisle. Hell yeah. It was great. He did a great job. He's very hard on himself, though. I went and told him he did a great job. He was like, I played like shit. He's always hard on himself when it comes to singing, bro. Yeah. But he did a great job. But it was so funny when, like, he, I was listening to that show on, like, Thursday night or whatever it was. And then Friday, turns out that was the wedding that he didn't know the songs for. (laughs) And so I thought that was very funny. Got to see Ryan. Got to hang out with him quite a bit. So Saturday rolls around. Saturday rolls around. Ryan's in the show as well. And, uh, you know, we get there to venue. Smitty shows up. Fully decked out in a Santa suit mm-hmm. as Chris Kringle. He has a gift in his hand. He says, I'm going to give it to you on stage. I said, okay. Sort of a gag gift, I, was, I assumed. But, you know, we just went on with it. I'm on stage. We're playing. A lot of people are there. Smitty does a fantastic job announcing us, uh, getting the crowd ready for us to come on stage. And um, they, we come out. We walk out to a badass song. I badass felt like the crowd, crowd was eating it up. Bad, the crowd was badass, dude. Yeah. It was great. So we're having fun. Smitty comes on stage after a song and goes, ho, 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 got a gift for you, Cameron. So I open this gift, and I look at it, and I throw it to Wade. I said, this is all you, bud. You peeled back. You peeled it back a little bit. I did. I had gone to, before your show, I went to a Christmas party, and it was like a gag gift Christmas party, and somebody yep. had gotten a gift that was a 12-inch purple. Go ahead, Jackson. 12-inch I want to hear it. purple Double-sided dildo. Big, veiny, triumphant bastard. (laughs) (laughs) Try not to spit your drink out. (laughs) Eli was mid-gulp in that. So what happened with this dildo? Well, I'll tell you, Jack. 
first off, here's the deal. We open it. I wrap it up. And once I find the person at the party that actually got this in the white elephant gift, I was like, oh, I have to obtain this from them. And so I was like, well, give this to me. I'll give it back to you at the end of the night. But I need to take this and give this to Cameron on stage when I introduce him. And so I run it by Wade, who was like his uh, co-host or however you yeah, want to say yeah, it. Yeah. Like you guys were playing a show together. Yes, it was. And I, don't, I, want, I didn't want to step on any toes. I wanted to make sure like, hey, this is cool with you guys. This is your show. I don't want to like fuck shit up. And Wade said, if you don't give that to Cameron on stage, I'm going to kick your ass. Wade's a big guy. I don't want any trouble, man. So I said, all right. <laughs> and so I wrap it up, you know, and then he's right. I introduced them when, and they came out to their song. They played a few songs and then Wade signaled, signaled me after one of his songs to come back. Oh, so up Wade on stage. signaled it. He was, on, he was okay. in on it. Okay. Yeah. And so he signaled me to come back up on stage. I grabbed the mic and I said something like that. Yeah. Ho, ho, ho. Oh, I got a gift for you. You know, I, I haven't gotten you much this year, but this is all the elves could muster up. And I handed Cameron this wrapped gift that was about the size of this right here, maybe a little longer. And I thought it was an action figure. I would have loved to have seen Cameron's face when he opened Dude, it. Dude, he peeled back some of the wrapping, and it, and it didn't take long for him to figure out what it was. He didn't fully on full on unwrap it. He peeled it back, and he, he started laughing, like got all bashful and embarrassed, and then handed it to Wade. Wade ripped into that fucking thing like a fat kid holding a candy bar. <laughs> like, just held it dude, up. Dude, he ripped into it, <laughs> tore it out of the package, and then he held it up for the crowd. Crowd's going wild. Like, everyone's laughing their ass off. I saunter <laughs> off stage. I was like, okay, job well done. Like, that shit's so funny. They, there was a Christmas tree behind them on the stage at Jack's. He stuffed it in the Christmas tree. He stuck it, like, in the Christmas tree, like, one notch below the star, you know, <laughs> or the angel or whatever. So funny. And then they, they played a few more songs or whatever. Smitty comes back on stage. You you guys brought me back up on stage. I don't remember doing that. I was I wasn't. No, I really wasn't. But We were all pretty drunk. <laughs> but anyways. Sounds like a good time. It Smitty, was fun as shit, man. Smitty comes on stage, grabs it, does a power stance, and puts it in the air like 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 freaking Breakfast Club where the guy's walking out the end scene. Like Jack Black the with the pick of destiny. Yes. Like I just held Throws that thing up. in the air. We laugh our ass off. Smitty goes down. He stubs it in somebody's uh, beer bucket. I think you put it in somebody's beer bucket. No, that's not at all what happened. Oh, they, no. Like, he handed it to the guy in the front. There's a right. guy in the so front. So there, there, was, there was a group of people. They were having a good time in the front row. And I was like holding it out to them like a microphone to sing into it. <laughs> and I would do the same. Yeah. And it's funny as shit. And then I was about to roll out. And I was like, all right. So I just tossed let's, it. Let's I, keep this in mind, too. We have Hayden, which is Wade's bass player running sound. But we don't have a team there. Eli usually be there. Eli is having a party at his house, so Eli's not there to handle things like this that happen. So, so I preface that. There was a guy it's probably true. from me to you, and I'm like, he's having a good time, Here, whatever. This dildo. And, and I kind of did, just kind of tossed it to him, right? Like that. I didn't throw it at anybody or anything. I just was like, hey, there you go. And then I, I walk off. Not but three seconds later, fucking purple dildo comes flying back up on stage hard. Like someone threw it hard. A tomahawk, dude. And it knocked over the, the chair that was sitting in between Cameron and Wade, which had like their beer bottles and phones and shit on it and, and it pff, beer goes everywhere that's when things got crazy so after then wade and cameron were kind of like what just happened and i was like hey I man am, let's not throw things dude i immediately got off stage i was like i don't want anything to do with this <laughs> and, and dude and then wade stopped the show down went down into the crowd I thought he was going to whoop this guy's ass. And <laughs> I don't even know who... Thing. It really does. I don't I even know who that. threw it, to be honest with you. Because it wasn't the what'd guy you say, that... What did you say, Jack? I said, I could see Wade just 
getting off the stage and beating the living hell out of <laughs> Yeah, <that>. dude. <laughs> dude, I yes. thought it was coming. Yes. And I don't even know who it was. So, and I think there was some confusion as to who it was. Yes, and we figured it. We've, we've solved the case. But anyways, he goes, I'm pissed at this point. Um, I signal my stepdad. I'm like, Dwayne, you're the only person that could wade back on stage. And I'm pissed. And they get him kicked out. Well, the people that are with him, they're drunk, dude. I mean, we're all, everybody was drunk. Everybody is pretty fucking drunk. That so this night. guy goes, he goes, he's flipping me off, cussing me. I'm like, Merry Christmas, sir. And then yeah. you said it into the mic, though. And you, oh, did I really? You were like, get the fuck out of here! Oh, Merry don't, Christmas! Didn't know I did that. I said, yeah. Merry Christmas, man. And then uh, <laughs> his wife walks out. Not the guy that threw it, but the guy who's with them. His wife walks out. Who had nothing to do with it. She walks out because they're getting kicked out, and she flip, flipping us off. And she goes, "That's why you guys suck, anyways." And I, which I reply, <laughs> thinking logically, I go, "That's why you stayed the whole time." He's like getting into a Twitter battle with these people in real life. Like it's so ridiculous. And my mom's yelling at me from down there, like, "What are you doing? Yelling at these people? Just let them go." I was like, "Okay." So we let it go, and the show went on. It was great. Yeah. I found out the next day. I talked to the guy. I felt bad because you know there was alcohol involved. And I talked to the guy. The guy just, that threw it. <clears throat> yes. We just had a conversation. He goes, "Dude, I would have done the same thing of like throwing us out." He's like, "I was trying to. Somebody gave it to me, and I thought somebody threw it from the stage." So I was just trying to like throw it back on stage, but I hit y'all shit, and it really like I didn't mean to do that. And my mom, like everybody that was there that watched him, that like was from the bar and stuff like that, they were like, "Dude, he really felt bad. Like it wasn't like he threw it and like was like f these guys. Like he really was like, I didn't mean to do it like that. But also you don't throw stuff, and he knew that, and he figured, he knew that we talked, but we talked, and we've had a good conversation. I told him to come more shows. He wants to buy us drinks. I want to buy him a beer because I was a little well, rude. He owes nice. you a drink, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, though. He spilt your beer. Can we get him on the next buy, episode of the pod? Whiskey. Yeah, we need to have him on. We should have him on the pod. We should. Dude. We should. But no, um, he was a nice guy, and he didn't mean... And so we, we made up, and I, I wanted to come to future shows. I mean, things were great. Everything's good now. Sorry for that sound. But anyways, oh, um, things are good now, but it was... I called Smitty the next morning after everything kind of dust settles, and I talked to him, and one of the funniest parts of the night... There's two There's two of that. There's two parts. One funniest part of the night, and one's the funniest part of the next day. But uh, that night, uh, they're all talking outside. And they're trying. They're blaming it on Santa Claus. Like the people that got kicked out. Yes, they're blaming it on Santa Claus. So Dwayne, my stepdad, Santa. comes back. He comes back in. He goes, Santa, they're looking for you. He said that to me because I went up to Dwayne. I knew he was like handling shit outside, and I was like, dude, is everything all right out there? Is there about to be like a fight going on or what? Like people were hot, man. People yeah. were pissed. And it was kind of a whole deal, like security's dragging people out and shit like that. And I was like, holy shit. So you had a rager of a Christmas show. Dude, we did. It, it was, was awesome. It was pretty pretty crazy. I would have loved to have been there for dude, that. Dude, you would have you eaten it up. It was fun, Jackson. And but anyways, so Dwayne, comes, yeah, Dwayne yeah. comes back in. And I asked Dwayne, I was like, dude, what? Like, what is the deal out there? How is things getting like out of hand? And he goes, I don't know, man. A lot of people are saying you had something to do with it. And I was like, oh, shit. So he goes, there's, so at Jack's Tavern, there's panels of walls. They have lights on, like uh, on the windows. They put white up on the windows and there's lights shining on them. So one's red, one's green. They alternate in a pattern. Smitty goes and gets against the red wall to try to camouflage so they won't find him because he was sticking out like a sore thumb. I'm in a full on Santa suit. <laughs> How intoxicated were you at this point? Oh, he oh, was dude. drunk when he got there. Oh, it was, I was in rare form. Not really rare form, but I was in solid Christmas form. Dude. Solid every other weekend form. Yeah. I wasn't just, I wasn't just acting like drunk Santa. I was living. He was drunk, drunk Santa. Santa, dude. It was hilarious. But no, it was a great show. Thank you guys that came out, stuck with us. We had a great time. We, everybody got home safe. Everybody had a good time and uh, we'll do it again next year. Yeah. I've yeah. determined it. We're doing it again next year. 
And if you were there and you have any good videos or anything like that, please send or them. pictures of any of that shit. I would love. To I have a. Videos. I got a sent a picture of Wade playing a song with a double sided dildo sitting under his uh, chair. I got a video today that someone sent me of me holding the dildo to the crowd as a microphone. <laughs> Let me see it. Hold on. Yeah. Let's see it right now. Let me pull we'll it see. Up. I want to see it in the break. I want to see it in the break. All right. All right. Let's but go. To we're break. gonna break. We're gonna do a. Uh, which break is like a pow for you guys. But anyways, this next segment's gonna be cool. Y'all stick around. And we're back here, Last Thing We Need podcast. I got a new segment I wanted to do. You know, it's the end of the year. Um, can't believe 2021's over, but it's the end of the year. And I wanted to do kind of a, a cool thing. If you if you were on TikTok or Instagram or even Facebook where they show those little reels, you've probably seen this. They have the filter where it shows NFL over your head, and it generates random teams, and they draft based on that. So what we're going to do is me and Smitty are going to draft teams, and we're going to debate on whose team will win the Super Bowl here. We're going to go... These are random teams. We get to pick a quarterback, a running back, two wide receivers, a tight end, offensive line, and defensive line. So each time we'll pick new teams for that. So we're going to go draft for one team and then draft for another team. We're not going to go by position each time. We'll just draft, and you get to pick any position. Um, once that spot's taken, it's taken. Okay. And you have to pick from that team. So do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first, or should we flip a coin? It doesn't matter to me. Okay. I'm gonna, I'll let you go first. Okay. Okay, we're going to draft your team. Are you ready? Yes. First pick is up. We're going to go here. I'm going to let you see it. You've got the Houston Texans. Who is your first pick <laughs> from the Houston Texans? Uh, Deshaun Watson. That's fair. He's still there. All right, next pick. So quarterback is taken. You have Deshaun Watson. Okay. Didn't see that coming, did you? Well, did not. All right, next. Oh, <clears throat> not great, but not bad. You got the Denver Broncos. You trust Cortland me. Cortland Sutton. That's a good pick. So you trust me enough. Not a, not a, <clears throat> sorry, wow. <clears throat> not a great start, but not a, could be worse. Could definitely be worse. You trust me enough to, I don't have to keep showing you this, right? Tomorrow I'm gonna get You're tired. good. Okay. You're good. Okay, next pick. Next team. Houston Texans. <laughs> I can't make this up. Oh, man. Um, I don't even know if we know their team. Give me their, Defense. Really? Oh, locked in. Yeah. All right, next pick. Give him somebody good. Cowboys. CD Lamb. Okay, so you got a wide receiver now. So let's go through your team. Who you got so far? I got Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson. Texas defense. CD Court, Lamb. Cortland Sutton and, and CD Lamb. Sutton. You got two solid receivers, I'd say. And a good run and a good quarterback. You do, if he still is in shape. He's he's good. Yeah, he's just in trouble. All right, L.A. Rams. Damn it! You should have saved the defense. I'm just gonna say it. Mm. I take their O line. Yeah, or Higby. Yeah, or Higby. Give me their O line. Smart, smart pick. All right. Next pick is up. It's generating, 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 generating. The Browns. Nick Chubb. Nick, that's a good dude. That saved your team right there. That saved your team. How many picks? We have one more? One more. I got a tight end. <clears throat> so this is it. This is your tight end here from this team. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Tennessee Titans. Who is Who their the tight end? Who the hell is their tight end? Let's see. We need to Google it. I don't, Dude, I've never even seen their tight end. Tennessee's tight end. 
It's got to be a good blocking tight end. Wait, is this talking about the V? Could be. Delaney Walker? No. Oh, yes, Delaney Walker. No, 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 Yes, no. it is. I mean, you could pick a second stringer off their team tight end, but I think Delaney Walker's the guy. Is it? I think that's the guy. That sounds very familiar now. Okay. It is well, Delaney Walker. We'll go with Del- I don't think that's right. Well, not a horrible tight end. He blocks for Derrick Henry, too. I mean, Nick Chubb. All right, it's my turn. You ready? You got me lined Delaney up? Delaney Walker is not go, their tight let's end. Let's go through your team here. Anthony Ferkser? Yeah, Delaney Walker's their tight end. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Ask Siri. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'll just go to my fantasy football app. I try to go on Google, but that's kind of confusing. We have to get it right because it's not yeah. Delaney Walker. I think it is. I think you're going to be very disappointed when you find out your tight end is Delaney Walker and you could have had Njoku. Let's see. Let's see. I <laughs> could have had Njoku. <laughs> or you could have had Higby. Um, or you could have had Noah Fant. You could have had... I don't know how to Dalton look it Schultz. up. We'll come back to that. But I think it's Delaney. Let's just let's just do Delaney Walker. That's it. Okay. That's it. Okay. So your your roster is Deshaun Watson, Nick Chubb, mm-hmm. C.D. Lamb, Cortland Sutton, Delaney Walker. Yes. You have an offensive line from where? The Rams. Yeah. Yeah. Offensive line from the Rams. Yeah. And the Texans defense. Okay, now pick one for me. Here we go. We're going through. Line me up. Get me ready. Okay. I got the Raiders. It's Jeff Swaim, by the way. Oh, gosh. Former Cowboy. Jeff Swaim. Jeff Swaim, former Cowboy. Wow. My team sucks. Golly, I got the Raiders first pick. Could be worse. Give me Darren Waller. Tight end. Great pick. Thank you. All right. Generating, 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 generating. New York Jets. Who in the hell do I want from the New York Jets? Not anybody. Oh, my God. Gosh, dude. This is so bad. Because I don't want to take a skill position from the Jets. We're not going to have much to debate here. This is bad. I don't want to take a skill. Give me the Jets offensive line. Give me okay. the Jets O-line. The Jets offensive line. I'm a, I need an elusive quarterback. I got the Bears. Oh. There he is. Oh, the elusive quarterback. Give me Justin Fields. We're going in, boys. If I get the Chiefs next, I'm going to throw up. I got the Bears again. <laughs> Give me David Montgomery, running back. Okay. Not bad. Not bad. Oh, my gosh, dude. Oh, my gosh. There, there's a there's just, a real chance here that... Uh, I just got the Lions. I'm winning this thing. I just got the Lions. Give me Hawkinson. No, I don't. I already have a tight end. Yeah. Oh, do you know a Lions wide receiver? I don't even know if I know a Lions wide receiver. So then you got to go with their defense. Give me their defense. Oh, my God. Oh, no. I need two good wide receivers. This season's just wrapped. This season's already wrapped. San Francisco. Oh, give me Debo Samuel because he's both a running back and a wide receiver. Give me Debo Samuel. 100%. Okay, we're back. We're back. Washington football team, we suck. We suck. But give me what's-his-face. Scary uh, Terry. Ma- Scary Terry McLaren. Oh, dude. All right, so here it is. There's not a debate. There's not a debate. There's not a debate. I think I'm winning There's this. There's not a debate. Right? Not a debate. I'm winning this. With Deshaun Watson, Nick Chubb, Cortland Sutton, CeeDee Lamb, Jeff Swaim, the Rams O-line, and then the Houston defense. 
Yeah, read mine. Let's so go. I'm giving up. I'm I'm probably gonna give Ow. up a lot of points, but I can score a lot of points. It sounds like. I mean, I got a big time, big time offensive unit. Trash defense against Justin Fields, David Montgomery, Debo Samuel, Terry McLaughlin, Darren Waller, Terry McLaren. But thank you. Oh uh, yeah, Terry Mc, Terry Terry McLaren, scary Terry McLaren, Darren Waller, the Jets O line and the Lions D. Not much of a debate here, Cameron. There's not. You're gonna be. You'll do one more. But this time, what we're gonna do is we're gonna go down the line. So we. Have to pick quarterback, so we just we get gifted a team. So we're gonna go take turns. We're both gonna get a quarterback, both gonna get the running back at the same time. Both get wide receiver, both get wide receiver, both get tight end, both get offensive line, and both get defense. Okay, and this dude, this can couldn't go worse for me. Okay, want to go first? You want me to go first? I'll go first. Okay, here we go. Your team's coming up. This is quarterback, quarterback here, quarterback. And you can pick us. Oh, ooh, who is it? You've got Matty Eyes. Matt Ryan. Yep. Okay. So Let's for see me, who you, see who you get. Gosh dang, I might. Oh, oh, oh. Just take a guess who I got. You got Carolina. No, worse. The Jets. Worse. How could it be worse than the Jets? Worse. The coach cried. The Lions? I got Jared Goff. <laughs> That's not worse than the Jets. I mean, Jared Goff has been to a Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. okay. Your running back is? Running back. Do you want Zeke or Tony? You got the Cowboys. Give me Zeke. Really? That's the Ohio State, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. They're, they're the same to me. Mm. I have got Cordero Patterson. That's a stretch that you're counting him as a running back. He's both, dude. That, that's a real stretch. It's not a stretch. It's what he's listed as a running back. He's on my fantasy as a running back. He's listed. All right. Your wide receiver one. Okay. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mm, give me Mike. Money Mike, Mike Evans? Yeah. Money Mike Evans. All right. It's a stretch, so, but. So far, I'm about to whoop your ass again. I got the Lions again. Oh, no. <laughs> this is not fair. Do you well know a wide receiver on the Lions? I don't. Do you? No, we're not. Because what's his up. face? Galladay's gone. Who even plays wide receiver for the Lions anymore? No one is even on the Lions. Dude. What's it? Ted Ginn Jr.? Detroit Lions depth chart. Yeah. Give me their wide receivers, dude. Oh, my gosh. This is bad. If, if I could think of a segment that I'd come up with that could be really bad, this is it. Because I really thought we'd get like great teams. We could really debate this. I'm getting the Lions twice. I pulled them four times, I think. Amon Russ, St. Brown, Kaderil Hodge, Josh Reynolds, Khalif Raymond. Give me Josh Reynolds. Josh Reynolds. What yep. do you know about Josh Reynolds? I don't know. I think I saw him in college. Okay. Okay. You're wide receiver, too. Are you ready? I am. Gosh, I need. you got Baltimore. You you know who to take. Hollywood Brown? Yeah. I think that's the right play. He hasn't been great. Dude, this is some bullshit. If I don't get a good wide receiver, this, I need a wide receiver. I feel like they have A.J. Brown, AJ Green now, too, don't they? No, A.J. Green's on the on the Cardinals, but that's I just, right. got, I just got the Raiders. Oh, no. Man, this is really uh, shit in the bed here. Give me, oh, give me Deshaun Jackson. Hmm. <laughs> Real game changer. All right. Tied How do you not go Hunter Renfro? Tied, oh, give me Hunter Renfro. Good. No. Oh, tied in for you. You got tie, You got the Tennessee Titans again. Okay, Jeff Swaim again. What are the odds of that? I don't know, bro, but let's see who my tight end is. I need somebody that's crazy good. Oh, I got Hunter Henry. Patriots. 
Injury, All right. Injury prone. Hey, it's okay. Right, O-line. Right. This this could make or break it, these next two. Here's your O-line. Jaguars. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, right. yeah, yeah. All right. Here's my O-line. You ready? The Washington football team. Dude, my team is not winning a game. No, that you're you're looking like you're 0 17. Your defense? Arizona. Arizona Super Bowl. My defense? Denver Broncos. <laughs> so you just got your ass whooped twice. Matt Ryan, Zeke, Mike Evans, Hollywood Brown, Jeff Swain, the Jags O line, and the Cardinals defense versus. <laughs> Jared Goff, Cordero Patterson, Josh Reynolds, Deshaun Jackson, Hunter Henry, the Washington football team offensive line, and the Denver Broncos defense. Sayonara. Dude, what are the odds? Unhitch the wagons, put the ponies in the barn. This one's over before it even started. What are the odds that would happen to me? You're not a very lucky guy. You're not very good looking either. Dude, this is And you're you're weak. So, what do you think, Jackson? You think he's weak? Cameron's super weak. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think, Eli? Weak or not weak? Unmute it. Unmute yourself. Uh, weak for sure. Oh. Hey, how's that jujitsu? What's he doing? I'm oh, about yeah. to start. Ask Jackson. Jackson, get a test. I'm about to start. Hey, I'm just waiting on Cameron to fight me. All right. I've been saying that yeah. for like three hey. weeks now. Hey, halftime while I'm doing the beer mile. Yeah, <laughs> a fight breaks out in the crowd. I'm in. Jackson's going to smack him in the face with a purple dildo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to take this to the next segment. We're back. Last thing we need pod. <laughs> and we're back here. Last thing we need podcast after getting shit on at the end segment. Sorry about that. We got a special guest here. We want to highlight a little bit, ask some questions to kind of kind of gauge him a little bit. And uh, I got a special thing lined up for him as well. But y'all give it up for Mr. Jackson McCormick, everybody. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. I'll let you have this one, Smitty. I figure you have some questions. Yeah, I do. I do. Um, You know, it's kind of like an interview, kind of not. You know, I know you pretty well. Um, I am fascinated by what you guys have going on. You guys are definitely a part of this little, uh, you know, by you guys, Cameron, Jackson. I guess Eli's part of the uh, little Denton music scene here as well as TM. Yeah. Right? But I think we... I think we should start, like, let's get a rundown of him, like, you know, what the journey's been like, yeah, where, that, where he started, where he's at now, what he does. Let's kind of give the people a synopsis of one Jackson Ross. Oh, I'll never forget my first acoustic show with you, Fuzzy's Taco Shop, baby. Yeah, dude, the golden days. The good old days, man. What was that like? When when was that and what happened? Oh, dude. Oh, it's been, what, five, six years, yeah. I think? So, Jack, so, so me and Jackson growing up, like, we always, like, like music in different ways, right? So we both sang choir together, but then like then I hit puberty and I quit singing. <laughs> so he got into music in a different way, right? So he wanted to do it, and I was like, dude, I think I'm gonna start like actually pursuing music when I was like 18, 19 years old. And he was like, dude, like he was one of the people like really were like you should you should do it. And so we uh, we started. I started singing acoustic shows, just me and a guitar, a different place. I played a winery and I played Fuzzy's Tacos, my two venues. I started out at. Um, and so Jackson was there the whole time like, to help me out and. You can continue. I guess that's where that's where we got our start out there. I was that was 2016. Yeah, yeah. And so, is that when you did you play instruments growing up, or did you uh, want to get into it? I've always been a drummer, but I never felt like I was good enough. To Were drum. you in like the 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 school band doing percussion? 
I did school band my freshman year of high school, and I absolutely hated it. Marching band? I hated it, man. I did marching band, and it was terrible, and I felt like such a weak link. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. What kind of drum did you play? Uh, well, I have a couple drum sets at home. I'm more of a drum set guy, but in marching band, I tried to do, like, snare. I thought, that's cool. That's loud. That's got to be the coolest one out of the marching band, right? Yeah, the it takes drum. the most talent. I'll tell you that much. Jesus. And you just didn't have it. Oh, no. Oh, did not have it. <laughs> that's cool, though. Still I, don't have it. I've always thought that the band was cool. I've always been intrigued by the people who play football, and then during halftime, they come out in their football pads and do marching band. Yeah, oh, dude, it's a lot of work. It I seems mean, like a shitload of work. So much work. They're all day, every day hitting on a dang snare or whatever they're playing. So you did that. You did you you dropped out of that in freshman year. Oh yeah. You guys did choir together. Just in middle school. That was a middle, Just school, a middle thing. school. Just in middle school. I did school. a choir all through high school and everything though. So after you dropped out of the band in high school, did what were you doing musically to, to get involved? Uh man, I really didn't do a whole lot of music other than just helping Cameron out. Um mm. which was running sound sometimes, really just loading in gear. So how did you guys get started doing that type of stuff? Like, because there's not a lot of 15-year-olds out there, 16-year-olds, Well, it wasn't when we were there. I mean, it was really when I turned 18. I, we, we always, oh, okay, we so always fast, forward, go, yeah. fast forward a few years. We would go to shows. Stuff, we yeah. did, what, like one or two shows in high school, something yeah, like that. Yeah, like, we there kinda... was, I did something where, like, I, I was nervous to sing, like, in high school more than I am now, like, just because in like high school. Like Brennan from Step Brothers? Yeah, 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 yeah. You should have seen this guy at his start. He did not know what to say when he wasn't singing. Yeah, dude. I was horrible. I would freak out, dude. I was like, what do I what do I do? What do I say? Like, I didn't know. Like, well, give me a taste of what it would sound like. Oh, what, no, Jackson what do you do? Would tell you better. Man, it was just like this. It's just like this awkward stutters. Like, I don't know what to say. <laughs> yeah, they're like. Something that just came out of my mouth. Uh, <laughs> they're like, so you sing? I was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> like, dude, it was horrible. I, 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 but then like, he started singing, and it was like, all right, you made up for it, buddy. You got something <laughs> And then here. Jackson would, like, always make fun of me because I, <laughs> I'd play an acoustic show. And I'd say something that just doesn't make sense on stage, like while singing it. Like, oh, the yeah. word it just wasn't even a real sentence. I would like just, word vomit. Yeah, it was just hilarious. <laughs> like it was bad. <laughs> so Jackson would always be there. To, like that's what's great is Jackson's like my biggest like because we have, when you have a friend. Even if I'm an yeah. asshole, I'm gonna say the truth. Yeah, sure. And even if like that's why even this day like I'll ask him like critiques and stuff like just different things and his opinion on things because he'll tell me how it is. So like you know when you have a friendship as long as we have, we've been since we were sixth grade met each other. You know, so when you have that that long. He'd tell you how it is without giving a damn. He don't give he don't give a damn. And I don't give a damn to tell him how it is. You know, it's just how it is. And so, um, he'll still he would tell me it. So I get off I get so mad too because I knew I was wrong. Oh, me and Cameron got some heated fights back in the <laughs> Over days, the music. Man. I was like, bro, shut up, I'm trying. You know what I mean? Like I was just so mad. But it, it helped me. I mean it ultimately did. Um, and so then I got a band together and I remember calling Jackson one day saying, Hey man, if like you wanna help me out if I do this band thing and Jack was or do this music thing, he was like, Yeah. And then we got a band together, and the band took a liking to Jackson, and he helped us out when he could um, on the road, and then it kind of turned into more. And then, you know, he did it for free for a long fucking time. Like, he helped us out a lot, and this is something we're all, I'm like forever indebted for that shit. But then he started, we started getting where we could pay him a little bit, and that's when he really started even like progressing as much. Cause like, there'd be shows. I remember we played a show with Jackson, and Jackson was TMing us. We had a great time. Jackson loaded out, but then Jack got so. Drunk, dude. We played our like our first big opening <laughs> show, like where people were pushed up the stage and Jackson. like a hundred and fifty bucks on a bar tab that we got a discount on, and it was all me, dude. <laughs> he was like throwing drinking oh, liquor. Dude. Oh yeah, oh, dude. Yeah. And so 
I'm talking about the Jared Neiman show, bro. Oh, that wasn't. That's a whole nother story. Yeah, so we got on the bus with Jared Neiman. Jackson You're welcome. so drunk. Yeah, he got us on the bus and we're hanging out. We're driving home and I'm sober. We're driving us home and I hear oh. I hear Jackson kind of burp and I go, I had this truck for five six months. It's a truck you have now? Not yes. even five six. Yeah, months. I said, Jack, if you're gonna throw up. I had it four months. It was July, and I had got it in March. I said, if you're going to throw up, do it out the window. Oh, no, I'm good, bro. I'm not going to throw up. I said, okay. I rolled up his window. I hear, Ugh. Dude, pukes all over himself, my seats, everything. I go, are you fuck? I'm pissed at this point. Kyle, poor Kyle Masson. It was his first show with us that weekend. He goes, oh, fuck. His camera's like, I'm yelling, bro. Like I'm like, what the fuck? Dude, like, I'm like yelling all this shit, just like mad or no. And... Uh, yeah, Jackson cleaned it up, and then he was so hungover the next day. I remember seeing him stand out right across this cul-de-sac here in his truck, projectile vomiting in the street. Dude, like fell asleep was, in his lawn that he morning. He fell asleep too. in my front yard. Good for you. Good for you. But then, like when we started paying him more, and I'm gonna let him get into this too because it's a Jackson segment. But we start, you know, when he started, we started being able to financially pay him and do stuff. He started excelling at it and really kind of figured things out, making connections and pushing us harder. And like there was days, dude, we'd be like, we had to go from. Stephenville to Lubbock to play a show. Jackson woke us up at 8 o'clock in the morning and said, we're leaving from the hotel. Oh, I'm an early morning man. And we were like, me too. 8 o'clock? What the shit? We got up, dude. We were tired. We were dragging ass. Everybody's mad at Jackson, but he's just driving us down the road, getting us to the next town, dude. And uh, then he got hired on and uh, with a new person. And I'll let you go from there, Jack. Where did your, where did your career take you after after the Cameron Hobbs experience? Man, old Sam Riggs stole me, and it was, it was a blast. I don't know how to sleep anymore. Uh, most of the time I get about a solid two hours of sleep, but I oh mean, it's, a, it's such Sam a Riggs. blast. This oh, little yeah, Sam Riggs, right the here. old Samuel Riggins, as they called him. Or, I called I Jackson the Samuel Riggins the second. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, we got confused all the time. Like I would be standing next to Sam and there'd a fan walk up and he comes straight to me. Hey, Sam, can I get a picture and an autograph? And I'm like, yeah, sure, man. Cool. You're taking pictures of people oh, and Sam. <laughs> right next to him. Just cool. So he's like, I mean, he's pretty well known. That, that's that got to yeah. be like a, a step up for sure. Like, and we had played a few of, shows with him too when that happened. Yeah, yeah. I know you, you guys have done stuff with him before, but it's like he's kind of doing different venues and stuff like that. And the amount of people at those shows is like quite a Quite a few people. Is oh, it a lot dude, to coordinate? We had a we had a lot of good runs um, in my early stages of Sam. Uh, you know, playing Billy Bob's. I think I did Billy Bob's twice with Sam. That was a lot of fun. You know, you got a thousand to two thousand people screaming the songs. It's not really a difficult job. I call myself a glorified babysitter because uh, that's really all I do. Is just yeah. What what are your duties uh, on a regular? Let's say you got a three week tour. I tell people most of the time, I said, my job is to make sure everything goes smoothly, which is, you know. Could be anything. It could be really difficult sometimes. It could be really easy. Uh, it really just depends on the venue. And Is there a time where things didn't go smoothly and people were pissed at you? Oh, gosh. All the, <laughs> all the time. I mean, I've had, well, with my current band, Pecos and the Rooftops, I mean, I've had venues just screaming at the top of their lungs at me for just bullshit. Oh, Pegasus on the Rooftops, you say? Yes. This damn song. <laughs> Went gold a few weeks ago, actually. I saw that. Dude, I was going to yeah. get to that. It's yeah. pretty cool. So yeah. you, got, you got a good double say. You moved over to Pegasus on the Rooftops. And talk a little bit about that experience. Man, it's been crazy, actually. 
I'm not gonna lie, and if they hear this, they'll be like, "What the fuck, dude?" Um, when I got offered that job, I was like, "I don't think I should do this." Everybody's telling me I shouldn't. They're wild, and it's been the most fun I've ever had. I mean, they're crazy. They're growing exponentially. Yeah, uh, I'm growing with them. I mean, we're all together bettering ourselves. It's pretty tight. A uh, good group of dudes. Yeah, I've talked to you at a couple parties and stuff. And you've told me some stories where it's just madness. Oh, madness. They love to party. I love to party, but of course, I'm a babysitter, so, you know. Right. I get to watch the party. Is that hard sometimes? Like, when they get going and they're ha- they're, you know they're doing some fun shit and it looks like just the time of their life and you have to kind of sit there and be the one to make sure level heads prevail? Is that a difficult task sometimes? Uh, sometimes. A lot of times I'm happy I'm sober. Because yeah. Because... If I wasn't, it'd be even worse. Uh, but, you know, man, like, I mean, we've gotten kicked out of venues. We've done some crazy things. I mean, <laughs> I can't even say a lot of them. Yeah, no, there's some stuff you probably don't need to say on the air. I mean, but it's a lot of fun. It's got to uh, be, right? Like, that's that's kind of like a lifestyle that is fantasized about and romanticized in magazines books and movies and tv shows the lifestyle of the rock star you know and in your position you're certainly getting to live it you're just not the one up there playing the music but you all the other little perks i assume are getting thrown your way as well oh yeah girls they don't care who you are if you're in the band you're one of them that they want yeah (laughs) and that's a whole thing. <laughs> it's got to be cool, man. Like, I, do you cool. guys have the uh, kind of pull that you go into a town? And obviously, if a, a band like Pecos and the Rooftops are going to be coming to to town, even shit, let's say Fort Worth, that's got to be you're, you're getting a big crowd. Oh yeah, big right? crowds. I mean, so you could pretty much name your town USA, and when you go in there. You guys get into a hotel first and then go to the venue, or do you guys get into town, then go to the venue immediately, play your show, then go to a hotel? You have a nah, tour man. bus? What is it like? So we're on a bus, um, and I still like to wake their asses up nice and early, you know, get the blood flowing, um, get the hangovers gone. Right. <laughs> Make them do jumping jacks in the road. <laughs> yeah. Nah, man, we, we like to get there, or I, I like to get there early. Get the job done so I can have my little bit of fun before I got to get back to work. Sure. Because it's an all-day thing for me. I mean, like I said, I typically get two hours of sleep before I'm at the next show. So. That's crazy, man. So, like, what – so, you play a show on Friday night. You guys wrap up. You know, you're going to be the headliner, I'm sure. Very, very few times are you guys opening. Yeah, I mean, usually if we're an opener, it's for somebody like Co Wetzel. Right, right, and that's got to be a party in and of itself. Oh, those those days are a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can imagine. And so you guys play a show. You go on at ten. You get done at eleven thirty ish. What is the next two hours hold? Um, well, a lot of packing up. The worst part of the night. <laughs> It is absolutely the worst part of the night. You know, you just had all this fun. Oh, now it's time to clean up. And that job falls primarily on you? Or do you guys have a guitar tech? So I am the stage manager and tour manager at the moment until I hire this guy that I'm looking at right now, actually. (laughs) But, uh, I mean, it's it's a lot of work in the sense of I'm cleaning the stage, especially when we're an opener. 
Mm-hmm. It's it's hectic. I have to do an entire trailer in the matter of like 15 minutes. Right. <laughs> Which, um, as you can imagine, I'm running around like a madman throwing gear everywhere. Just, it's, oof. It's got to be. Yeah, that stresses me out just thinking about it because it is, people are counting on you to get it done right and quickly. Oh, well, I want to have fun too, so. Yeah. If, if and you've probably, even if you're the opener, you've probably had a few beers at this point. Oh, yeah. And so you're you're having to deal with all that shit. The crowd is loud. You know, like, I can imagine how that would be stressful. But then you guys wrap it up. You get done. And now you guys party for a couple hours all night. Uh, Well, for me, I as soon as the job is done, I hang out for about an hour. And then I catch my two-hour nap while everybody else is still up by the time I'm waking up. <laughs> So, but then, I mean, that would lead us to like, what, like two o'clock and then you're up at four. Well, that would actually leave us, uh, they don't go to bed typically till about 6 a.m. Holy shit. (laughs) Which sounds uh, like a table night for Mr. Smitty over here. (laughs) They go hard. It sounds like they go hard. I mean, we're killing two bottles of tequila and two bottles of whiskey a night. Typically. Holy buckets. These guys are the real deal. Oh, it's, it's a lot of drinking. My liver. Uh, could use some help sometimes. And so you you guys have a night like that, and then a, a typical tour weekend would be like play on Friday, play on Saturday, probably in two different towns, and then Sunday sometimes? Man, we don't do a whole lot of Sundays. We actually got one coming up in Steamboat. Oh, yeah? Colorado. That's Dude, they're going to Steamboat Festival. You ever heard of it? Yeah. Steamboat. Let's go. Man. I'm so excited. Let's take the that. pod. God, that's got to be fun. you uh, got to be looking forward to that, uh, right? You have no idea how excited i am jackson's gonna be skiing oh i will be on the mountain every minute that i'm not working yeah when are you guys going in february you said uh yeah or no january we're leaving on the third of january really and i won't be home from that tour until the end of january so i just got home from a month run and now i'm going right back on the road for a month lifestyles of the rich and famous man yeah, right, dude. At least I get Christmas off. That's all I gotta say. It's gotta be like you know. I I think you you you're the right kind of guy for the job because you have this way about you where you kind of you're downplaying it a little bit. You know, even when you're talking right now, you're like, ah, well, at least I have Christmas off. Yeah, but you are chomping at the bit to get back out there. Aren't oh, you? absolutely. You are you are a sucker for the road. Aren't I just you? needed a day <laughs> in home bed. Honestly, like just one night. At I home. feel like I could be that same way. Like, it's got to be a blast. Like, it's got to be really, really fun. And sometimes I bet either when you're driving through the night or going town to town or backstage, pretty girls everywhere, you guys are throwing a two tequila, two bottle of whiskey kind of night, and you just have to pinch yourself and go, I can't believe I'm at work right now. It's it's leaving one family for another. Yeah. I mean, we're all so close. I mean, we got to be. Otherwise, it would be... A train wreck. Is that ever, is, is stuff ever get weird like that? Like drama and infighting and you got to, do, do things ever come to blows on the road? Uh, no fights yet. Um, I've actually tried to encourage a few. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually going to bring gloves on the road from now on. Bring Cameron's sparring gear. Yeah. Yeah. He's got it too, bro. He's who I oh, do yeah. with his brother-in-law. <laughs> Yeah, I've got two sets of just about everything. Okay, good, good, So good. there's going to be some ass whoopings on the road in the future. Can't so, wait for that. So you're looking forward to Steamboat. 
what else do you guys have lined up this year? Are you are you even allowed to talk about stuff like that? Man, we got we got some cool shows coming up. We are in South Dakota and Denver for a week, which we all know what being in Colorado for that long uh, is. It's a lot of pot, a lot of elevation, a lot of elevation, <laughs> a lot of fun, a lot of a uh, lot of edibles. Oh, absolutely! Just snacking on edibles the whole time you're there. Oh yeah. <laughs> Dude, I mean, it just, it sounds like you are, how old are you? I'm 25. You're 25. You've been doing this for, you know, with those guys for about a year now? I started with them in March. In March. So, so roughly a year. Roughly, yeah. You know, and so you, you've been doing this, traveling on the road with a pretty damn solidly established band. Oh, you know, yeah. you just said they got some uh, gold gold uh, song. R-I-A-A gold certified. R-I-A-A, gold certified Which song. we are on track for platinum right now. So, I mean, you guys are taking off. Like you said, you're growing exponentially. They're growing exponentially. You're, you're 24, 25 years old doing this. It's got to be just like a really, really fun time. Oh, man. And do you see, do you have an accountant? Do you file taxes? Um, How the hell does any of that work? Yes, we do have an accountant. His name is Davis at the moment. <laughs> That's uh, I've all, I've never really considered any of that. Like, do rock stars ever take the time out of their busy rock star life to sit down at H and R Block? <laughs> Man, it's a lot of spending money. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I can't tell you how many times I got to make a phone call. Hey, man, we gotta up the freaking credit card because it just freaking declined on me again. I've already spent like six grand. Are you in charge of like keeping receipts when you guys are on the road? And I am, but I'm not gonna lie; I can be pretty bad about it. I know I'm, <laughs> it's I'm too the same easy way. to just to get in a conversation with some random folk and oh shit, I get back ah yeah, I forgot all the stuff I needed. Yeah, yeah, I could I could see that, especially late in the night. You guys go to a bar, you go out to dinner, or whatever. I could definitely see that, man. But all right, so out of the year you've been doing this, and and even before that, when you were with Sam Riggs, or even they've been doing it for years now at this point. Even if you've gone somewhere with Cameron or whatever, out of all the places that you've been, out of all the experiences that you've had, tell me your favorite city that you've been to, your favorite venue that you guys have played at. Why don't you do that for each person you've been with? Though? Let's do that. Each band that way you doesn't pick one. Let's go your favorite favorite location and show with each band. Favorite location and show with each band. Yeah. It was Sam Riggs 100% uh, festival in Twin Falls, Idaho. Uh, Highway 30 Fest. Shout out Gordy. True. Gordy. <laughs> Man, that's a lot of fun. Uh, it's probably the most cool festival I've ever been a part of. Um, uh, with Pegasus, I'd have to say my favorite venue. And that's tough. Then, hmm, I'd have to go Highway 30 twice. I've been to Highway 30 like three or four times now. Is it just up in the mountains, like the Black Hills Mountains or something like no, that? Like it's, Sturgis? It's right off the uh, Snake River in Idaho. Isn't that what Evil Knievel jumped? Didn't Evil Knievel uh, jump over the Snake did River? Did he really? Canyon? I'm not sure. I feel like that's a thing. You want to look that up? Yeah, look that up. <laughs> Anyway, that sounds really cool. If you if you said it twice with the, with two different bands, it's got to be pretty badass. Oh, it's what about us, you bastard? It's family out there, man. With Cameron, uh, <laughs> Jack's Tavern. No, I would I would honestly say that the Jared Neiman show at Gas Monkey Bar and Grill was the coolest show, dude. That was fun as shit, that yeah, was, dude. Because I think what was cool is like it kind of showed us, you know, before that 
Showed we us like, what a professional band. Yeah, looks we were like. we were just kind of running and gunning and like getting these shows. We, we had no business playing at that early in our stages. Yeah, we had no business playing those that early, and we were and we were learning them. And the Jared Neiman deal, bro. That's my first ever show. I've had people pushed out and wanting to touch your hand, like just reaching out. And they didn't know me from Adam. I was like, bro, I just started doing this a year ago. Who the hell y'all think I am? But they just kept reaching up, want to touch my hand, and then they wanted to like talk to every freaking body, dude. It was cool. <laughs> that sounds so cool. Like, I'm so envious of the experiences you guys get to have. I feel like I have no musical talent, but I have all the makings to be a rock star. <laughs> I feel like this is the job for me, just in the simple fact of I love going to concerts, but I absolutely hate sitting in the crowd. There you go. Yeah. Then it is the job for you. You do what you love. You never work a day in your life. Exactly. Right? That's what they say. But, all right, now one other question, because we do have to wrap this up. You've traveled the country. You've been west, east, north, south. Hawaii. What is your favorite greasy spoon diner that you've eaten at in the entire country? Oh, gosh. It actually happened a few weeks ago. Uh, it was called John Henry's. Uh, first of all, shout out to, oh, God, what was her name? I think it was Maggie. Uh, Maggie. I think that was it. Uh, First of all, <laughs> shout out to Maggie. Shout out, shout out to you, Mags. <laughs> Dime piece. <laughs> Let's have her on the show. Solid, solid food. I had a pecan crusted salmon and a steak because I'm a fat ass and I had to get two meals. <laughs> wow. Pecan crusted salmon and steak. Flawless. Life sucks, doesn't it? Sounds tremendous. Where was that at? It was called John Henry's. No, I mean, where? where oh, are... that was in uh, Rome, What's... Georgia. Rome, Georgia. Okay, okay. Yeah. Good deal. Did you guys park the tour bus out there in the parking lot and all file in? Sure did. Hell yeah. John Henry's Grill. Young Eli's pulled this up in Rome, Georgia. The logo of it looks like a nice cast iron skillet. Did you just get rid of your computer or something? <laughs> he just shedded the computer and went to a phone. Well, all right. Hopefully they... Uh, Get a little busier after your shout out here on the last thing we need, but hell yeah! You got any more questions for him? No, nah, dude, I, he answers my questions every day. That's so kind. Any of questions uh, that the fans would like to know? Oh no, he's you've covered them. I think we're good. I think All we're right. good. I think we should get the picks. Let's do uh, one last thing: left hand tits, right hand ass. Oh god! He put both, both hands. hands in the air. Both hands in the to air to the sky. I knew he was going to do that, dude. Picks. <laughs> it's hard to pick. <laughs> picks, picks coming up next. Picks next. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Baby, let me. I did it again, so I'm going to let go. Oh, my baby, let me love you down. We're back here, last thing we need podcast. Final segment of the night, fellas. Hey, fellas. It's time for picks with friends. Not really, time for picks with last thing we need podcast. Yeah. I found you finally. You made me want to say, oh, 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 oh. To him, Eli. Give it to him, give it to him, give it to him. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm drinking, I'm drinking. <laughs> Get it again. I'm not sorry. Right? Oh. Wait for it, wait for it. Anyways. Here we go, here we go. Oh, 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 oh my god. 
So picks. I can't imagine how many women around the Metroplex are driving in their car right now. Wanting to drive into the median. Getting sopping wet. Yeah. <laughs> flooding out there. So last week, um, both you and Cameron and your dad. Yes. We're negative for picks. Yes. Minus one on the week. Not good. And I was positive one, actually. So he got one back. I did. You bridged the I gap mean, a little bit. I'm still losing terribly. We have three weeks left. We what, do. Are, what are our point standings? So first place, the obvious, uh, the Smit Dog himself. Hey, oh. With 12 points. Followed by uh, Huggy Hobbs with four points. Wow. And I am sitting at a whopping minus 10. <laughs> Wait, I'm at what? Four. Wow. I thought it was closer than that. I got you beat by 14 right now. So we're playing in the venue still for the beer mob, but Eli's getting ready. Yeah. Yeah. you say yeah? Yeah. I'm thinking we might do it in the woods somewhere. In the woods. Yeah, because even if we did go to a track, we don't need you throwing up beer all over a track or something. No, you do it on the grass. Yeah, can we talk? Were you reading our text conversation? I was. We'll talk about that Cameron wants to do it at a school. At a school. I heard about this. No, not at a school. It's It's not a school track anymore. The school track's at the high school. This is an abandoned track. They don't the school building like the like the city of Sanger school building is to the north of it, but they don't have anything to do with that. That's like the district building, but this is like an abandoned track. People go run with their. He's kids. very passionate about. Anyways, this. it's the best place. So, um, <laughs> so Jeez. we're doing this week. We're doing three college games and two NFL. For our first college game, we're going to keep it local and do University of North Texas versus Miami, Ohio. Mean Green, that's my alma mater, baby. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Playing at the Toyota Stadium in Frisco. Tomorrow, yeah. At 2.30 in Frisco. I really want to get out there to see UNT play. I wanted to, but I have family Christmas tomorrow night, so I'm not going to be able to make it. Eli, would you ever want to see UNT play? You know... I would love to, but tomorrow I also have plans. So you're saying you want to see UNT play? Yeah. Would you want to see UNT play some football yeah. against uh, Miami of Ohio? Yes. Would you, Jackson, like to see UNT? <laughs> I don't know, man. I might have plans. Oh, I had it muted. Sorry. You're not I mean, a guy that have the mic. Anyways. You're not a, a okay. guy that really wants to get out there and see UNT. So you play really don't want to go see UNT? I mean, I. I don't know, man. I'm home. I feel like just getting drunk every night. I'm not gonna lie. I understand. Not everybody wants to see UNT. But you I don't know. know. <laughs> not everybody wants to see UNT play. I understand. I understand. Well, hey, I here, guess they just don't like see UNT. Here's the deal. We got some action coming down here um, from <clears throat> Miami of Ohio. I like the Mac. I think that North Texas squeaked into this thing, but. Miami of Ohio, they're 6-6 six and six as well. Eli, you can go ahead and pick first. It's your only hope, but not that it really matters. You know, I'm going to have to go with Miami of Ohio. Are you really? I am. Dumbass. Well, I know you're picking UNT, and I kind of have to counterpick you. You do. Here's the deal. UNT's won, what, five straight, something crazy? They had a rough start at the beginning of the season, but they started to figure something out. Seth Luttrell rallied the troops, and they became bowl eligible. They're playing their ass off. Give me the mean green, baby! Yeah, give me the mean green as well. Can you do well. a cough for me, Cameron? I'll give you a little of that. Oh! Give me the mean green as well. They uh, they got Seth Luttrell rallying the troops, like they you did. said. Also, since it's damn near a home game for them, their entire allotment of tickets has already been sold out for the yep. mean green. Yep. Can't buy yes. anymore. So, so I guess we can't go see UNT. No, we cannot go see UNT, Eli. <laughs> 
Our second bowl game is going to be Houston versus Auburn. Mm. What's the spread on that? Uh, Auburn favored by two and a half points. Give me Auburn. Smitty? Sorry, I kind of jumped you. You did. Houston, 11 and 2 on the year. Auburn, 6 and 6. Auburn favored by two and a half. SEC, baby. SEC, indeed. Houston. I know their coach. eh, They're playing in Birmingham. Give me Auburn. Yeah. I like big game Bo Nix, their quarterback. Uh, He just transferred, so he's not there. What? Yep. Where'd he go? Oregon. No shit. I think he went to Oregon. Would you still like to take Auburn? Uh, no, no. I want I want Houston. Hell yeah, yeah you do. Yeah. I'm really I'm glad. I'm also taking Houston. Are you sure about this? Yep. Google it. Okay, I believe How have you not kept up with this, bro? We have a sports podcast. Fake fan. I'm telling you. Fake fan indeed. Third <laughs> he's more of an game. NFL guy. <laughs> Look Third he's bowl game in the last bowl game of tonight is going to be Memphis versus Hawaii. Hey, man, go ahead, Eli. You pick this one. I'm taking Memphis. I'm taking Memphis as well because we have a – the quarterback for Memphis is a Ryan alumni. Didn't Ryan alumni. He was on the state team last year. Graduated my sister. His name is Seth Hennigan. Let's go Memphis, baby! Eight and a half points spread. Memphis has got a lot to cover there – or a lot to a lot to win by. Eight and a half points. Okay. This game is going to be in Hawaii. Give me the Rainbow Warriors. Hawaii! Okay, now moving on to NFL. Wait a minute. We're going to the NFL? Okay. Yeah, wait a minute. I'll wait for him to do his bit. Dun, 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 dun. I got to use budget music so we don't get sued. Dun, 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 dun. We did it. Good job. I'm proud of you. On to the NFL. On to no, the NFL. You got to say it like I say it. How do you say it? Moving on to the NFL. I'm not doing that. Do it. Do it. I'm not doing that. Do it one time for Moving the fans. Moving on to the NFL. Do it for the fans. Do it for the needers. Can I, can I get one more from you? Now, we're moving on to the NFL. NFL, NFL. Now, we're moving on to the NFL. <laughs> Dude, why, why do you make that face? Why does he sound it? like Kermit the Frog? <laughs> Anyways. You got a friend in me. So, this week. Sorry. Yeah, anyways. First NFL game is going to be San Francisco versus Tennessee. Hello, Frisco. What's the uh, spread on that one? Spread is three points for Tennessee. uh, For San Francisco, sorry. Man, I just don't think... I think since they lost Derrick Henry, Tennessee just can't figure it out. So I'm going to go ahead and take San Francisco on that since Eli's not taking a pick. I was updating this. I mean, we're going clockwise. You know what I mean? We're going clockwise. Where's your pick at? He's fired up today. Uh, What's this guy's deal? What's this guy's deal? You know why? He's trying to get to eat dinner with his family. Oh, yeah. Because his poor planning. We're always in a rush. No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I swear. False. Make your freaking pick. Smitty, who are you taking, buddy? What's the spread? Uh, Three points for San Francisco. Better pick the 49s. Tennessee's going to cover. Tennessee? Okay. I'm also going to be picking Tennessee this week. And then our final game for the week is going to be Baltimore versus Cincinnati. Mm, divisional game. This is very important yes. to me. I really need Cincinnati to win this thing. What's, this, what's the spread on that, Eli? I'm looking. Give me a sec. <laughs> um, Three points for Cincinnati. Give me Baltimore. 
Really? Yeah, Cincinnati won earlier in the year. I don't think they're going to sweep the Ravens. The Ravens took it to damn near overtime with the Packers. Really probably could have won that game. I, I just think that's, that AFC North, nobody wants to win it. And I don't think Cincinnati's going to start running away with it anytime soon. They're going to have to beat the Ravens. They're going to have to beat the Browns here in the, in the last uh, couple weeks. I don't see it happening. I think Cincinnati's going to fall apart. They just happen to be the team on top right now. Give me the Ratbirds. I am going to defer to you there and say I don't think Lamar Jackson is going to play. He might play, but he's got that sprain of the ankle. Um, I get it. They rallied up and they did go with Aaron Rodgers. No way, backup quarterback does it twice in a row. We saw that with Carolina. We saw that with the Cardinals. Give me Joe Money Burrow, baby. The Cats. Wow. I will. Uh, I'll be taking Baltimore with uh, Smitty. So. What a so anticlimactic pick. That Listen, no, okay. I thought you had a chance to really do something great there. Golly. I'll be taking Baltimore with Smitty. And for my last meal, I'd like to have... A steak with my dentures in. Fruit and ham. <laughs> all right, next one. Let's go. That's, That's all the picks. Have you not been listening? Oh, we picked three NFL games that fast, didn't we? No, we, three, three ball games. Three ball games, two, two NFL, NFL games. We do five games a week. This guy, dude. Well, that'll do it for this fo- this episode today, folks. Thank you, Jax, for being here. Yep. Glad to have Smitty back. Next week, we're going to do a little... Uh, ooh. Ooh. What is this? About a mile away. Beats me. Oh, man. Anyways, next week, we're going to do a little review of our year. You know, we've only, we're only 18 episodes in, but that's 18 weeks of fun. Next year, we'll have a lot more content. we got mm-hmm. a big we got a big year planned for y'all next year. We're already starting to plan it. We're going to do a review of the podcast for the 2021 year. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Next week. So, Eli, go back to the episodes, listen, pick out some of your favorite moments to review on the show. Okay. Get audio. Pull audio. We're all pulling audio. We're all pulling thank audio. Che- thank you, Jax, for being here. Thank you for checking out LTWN Pod. Hit us up. Sorry, we couldn't get to Matt Damon. We just ran wait, out of time. Wait, wait, wait. I did screw that up. Matt Damon? you never seen Jimmy Kimmel live before. Oh. What are you going to play? Leaving Broadway girls alone. This guy. Deuces! I just wanna tell you all, go f***